Welcome to Zanele's Live. My name is Zanele. If we're meeting for the very first time, I'm your YouTube coach. I'm a learning and development practitioner, and I want to help you build your YouTube channel. And I've been creating YouTube content for longer than two years. But my channel, I started working seriously on my channel. May 2021, I started working on my channel. So today's topic is I've seen a lot of questions on one of the videos that I've created to say that we, we see that we, there is money on YouTube. We understand that there's money on YouTube, but what do I do? Where do I start? So today's session is about helping you create amazing videos, irresistible videos that are going to get you views and then you can grow on YouTube because you can get very despondent if you're not getting views on YouTube. And that's the other thing. I am here. You shouldn't get despondent because there's a community of us who really, really believe that we should be importing dollars and making money online using YouTube and other tools. So if you're meeting me for the very first time, my name is Zanele. I'm your YouTube coach. And I want to give you tips today of the kind of videos that you could be creating in order for you to get the views that you want so that you can grow your channel and then monetize. So let's just take a, a step back. And I'm accepting questions on YouTube. Uh, between my sister and myself, our channels are almost 10,000. So I can give you 10,000's worth of experience when it comes to subscribers, when it comes to views. My views have just hit 300,000. My sister is sitting on almost 200,000. So we've, we have the experience that we want to share and help you grow your YouTube channel. So what we're talking about today is how, how can you pick videos that people want to watch? Because that's the only way you're going to grow on YouTube. Number one, rule number one, YouTube channel that you're going to create is not yours. It is not yours. It's all about the person that you want to serve. So when you're like, oh, I want to create a YouTube channel in your head, let it be very clear that this channel is not for me. Because if you create a channel for yourself, then you're not going to grow. You're not going to be focused on the people that should be watching your content. And you're not yet Beyonce. I'm not saying you're not going to be Beyonce. You probably are. But you're not yet Beyonce at the moment. So you need to get to a stage where people watch you whenever, whatever you do. But in order for you to do that, you need to have a mindset of this channel is for the people that I'm willing to serve. So step number one would be, other than having a Gmail account, <laughs> so of course you need a Gmail account. If you have a Gmail account, then you have a YouTube channel. And if you access YouTube, the system is going to ask you, do you want to create a channel? And then you can create a channel. Everybody can have a channel if they have a YouTube channel. I mean, a Gmail account. So that's the first step. If you have a Gmail account, you have, a, you have like a repository where you can upload content for free and then start sharing your message with the world. Step number two, you need to sit down and say, what is it that I like? What is it that I love? And we call this a niche, but in actual fact, it is a focus area that you can sit for 10 years and talk about it over and over again. 
or you could entertain us for 10 years. Maybe you do makeup and you love makeup so much. You can talk about makeup for years and years. Then that, that, those are the kind of things that you need to sit down and write down. What is it that I like? I like um, to walk. I like to um, ride a bike. I like to play guitar. I like, but so these are the things that I like. I like to design. And then you note down all of these things that you like. And then you start scratching the things that are not going to make you money. So some of these videos or these niches are not necessarily going to make you money. So you need to sit down and study and look and see which niches make money. One of the most notorious niches that makes money is food. People always eat. So food, beauty, um, crypto, uh, design canvas and um, adobes, health. So you need to sit and, and, and look. I love these things. Which of these things is going to make me money? And which of these things can I talk about for the next 10 years? And then you would end up deciding on a niche that you want to drill into and share information on and start creating videos. So number one is, what is it that you like? Make sure that that niche that you, you, you choose is going to make you money because you don't want to be creating content. The, the end goal is for you to make money, whether you're driving traffic to your website or you're driving traffic to your store or you're generally just making money using AdSense on YouTube. You, you don't want to be uncomfortable on camera for Mahalanj. There should be a reason why you are creating content. So that's the niche side of things. Welcome. I see Mary's here. Hello, Mary. Welcome. Thank you for joining me today. I'm sorry about yesterday. I had load shedding. At least today we don't have load shedding. So if you've just joined us, my name is Zanele. I'm your YouTube coach, online um, learning and development practitioner. Today, I'm going to give you um, irresistible videos that you could be creating that are going to get you views. And the reason why I'm, I'm sharing this today is I want you to make money with YouTube, but to, you, you know, South Africans are breaking my heart. <laughs> are breaking my heart because uh, Tapang and myself were chatting this afternoon that Americans are buying houses using YouTube and um, social media. We're, we're sleeping on the money. So I'm on a mission to get South Africans to import these dollars. We needed more in South Africa. Anyway, so let, let's jump into the first question that you could ask yourself that if I create this videos, it's a surefire that people are going to watch the video. The whole point of going through the YouTube journey, because it's not easy, it's for you to have people watch your content, whether your end goal is to uh, create AdSense so that you make it, you monetize and you make money, or you send people to your website so that they can buy your products and services. YouTube is such a great tool that can drive traffic to your um, website and people can see the products that you create, whether it's food or whether it's baking, whether it's health, whatever it is, YouTube can drive traffic. I've seen it on my channel. I've, I've started selling courses uh, because of my YouTube growing. So I, it works and I want to share with you. Now, the first one is the people that you are serving. So we have decided on a niche 
And let's say today, for some reason, maybe I'm hungry. For some reason, let's talk about food today. And you're deciding, I'm going to focus on a niche of food. I'm going to cook um, less expensive meals for South Africans with families of four. So when you niche down and you have that person that you're serving, you need to be so in tune with this person in such a way that you know what they need from your channel. If you know the, what the, the quote that I, my coach usually says is, the creator that understands the viewer wins. So you, you need to say, I'm not going to serve the whole of South Africa. Because if you serve the whole of South Africa, nobody's going to watch your videos. You need to be specific of the people that you're serving. So if you say, I want to serve people in townships with children that are less than 10 years old and they have a budget of 4,000 rands for food, whatever. So you need to be so in tune with the people that you're serving. That will make your video so specific so that the people that you're targeting find you. So that's number one. And the, 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 the number one video that you could create for that specific group of people you're targeting is what is their biggest problem. So if you don't know who it is that you are serving, you wouldn't know their problems. If you're creating videos for people in Senton, for people in um, Soweto, for people in Cape Town, for if, if you're creating people all over the place, you're creating for uh, affluent people, you're creating for middle people, you, you're not specific enough. So when you create a cheap dish of chicken livers and um, pap and sauce, the people in Sentin are going to get so offended <laughs> because, oh my word. <laughs> so that's why the creator that understand the person that they're serving wins. And if you know that the people that you're, you're targeting and you know their problems, you can create videos that solve their problems. So if you were talking about food today and we are targeting people in location with not a lot of budget and you want to create different kinds of dishes that are less than 100 rands to feed a family of four. That's just an example. You know for a fact that if somebody has a hundred rands and they watched your video and you gave them the ingredients and you told them how to make the dish and you gave them the sauces and everything and you showed them how to do it, they're going to watch your video because you're solving their money problem, you're solving the family feeding problem and you are solving a specific problem for a group of people. If you've just joined us, we're talking about you cannot be serving everybody because you will not serve anyone. The creator that understands their viewer wins. That's why you need to niche down on YouTube and make sure you know who it is that you're creating content for. So number one, Ah, uh, hello, Matt. I'm so happy it's helping you. We're talking, at, um, we're talking about uh, creating content on YouTube. And I, I promise you, I'm on a freaking mission to get South Africans on YouTube and we can start making money on YouTube. 
if I can do it, you know that saying, if I can do it, so can you, I'm on that mission. Number two, if you know the specific group of people that you're serving, you would know what's causing them pain. You would know that they work very hard. They don't have time to go shop around, a checkers, a pick and pay, a different kinds of shopping, um, you know, the grocery shops. They don't have time to go compare. So because you are so in tune in your channel, you could get the catalogs for them and you could share catalogs every week to say that this week pick and pay has a special on this and this and this and this and check us has a special on this and this and this and you give them the solution of time because they don't have time to go compare they're working they get home very late they will appreciate your channel because you're solving their time problem. You're solving their money problem. You even show them how to cook these meals that they have bought ingredients on these different kinds of shop. So if you know what's causing them problem and you solve that for them, your channel will grow. I promise you that because you're answering a specific question and you're solving a specific problem. So you need, yes, 100% met. You need to know, you need to be in tune with your audience in such a way that you will not create a caviar dish for your target audience because you know, first of all, they don't even know what caviar is. Maybe they don't know. Let me correct myself. Maybe they don't know what caviar, um, what that is. Maybe they can't afford it. I can't afford caviar. <laughs> so if you start creating dishes on caviar, uh, yes, of course, you. that's an affluent market. Now the question is, is your channel targeting affluent? The question is no. Then you will never create content that's not targeting the people that you're serving. The Like Umet is saying, if you know your target audience and you're in tune with their problems, you will give them the solution. Your channel will grow. I promise you that. It, it, it has happened to me and my sister. So number three is when you are so in tune and you understand their problems, you would know what's keeping them up at night. So that means your content is going to be um, solving their problems, solving the issues that keeps them up at night. So one of the biggest issues that's keeping all of us at night would be load shedding. Today, I'm, at least I'm, I'm live. Yesterday, I couldn't go live and I had a speaker and every... So whoever is serving me, if they start giving me solutions for my problems that are keeping me at night because it's stopping me conducting my business, then I will watch that content. And that is how your mindset should be when you want to grow on YouTube. You need to understand what, what, what are they worried about? Why would they wake up at two o'clock in the morning and they couldn't sleep anymore? What is bothering them? You, as the person that serves them content, you come up with solutions. If you come up with solutions, people will watch your content. One of the most notoriously watched uh, title on YouTube is how to. Whether it is how to ride a bike, how to fix a car, how to cook the egg, how to boil an egg, you won't believe. 
a video that teaches somebody how to boil an egg would have 8 million views. You will not believe because it is solving somebody's um, question that they are, how do, how do I boil it? I've never boiled an egg. And then somebody created a video, they solved that issue that somebody had and that video gets watched and then you, you, I mean, YouTube's algorithm will show it to more people because it's being watched. So that's number three. Number four, uh, if you've just joined us, like Minente, welcome. We're talking about, uh, we, we, I'm giving you tips or questions that you should be asking yourself when you're creating videos for your YouTube channel and you're sure that people are going to watch. So number four, we're looking at what are these people's ambition? So if you are serving, because today I decided to go with the location example, and if you are serving the people in the location, what are their ambition? So, and you, of course you do research and you do keyword research and so on, and you would start solving these ambitions that they have. Maybe they would like to move to the suburbs. Maybe they would like to um, have their kids grow up and go to a multiracial school. I don't know. You, you, you then go to work. YouTube is a lot of work, but it's so much fun. But you then go to work and then you go find out what, what are the ambitious, what are their ambition, these people that I'm serving. So I um, serve designers on YouTube. My YouTube channel looks after designers and I'm looking after designers who are young, not the people who are advanced, brand spanking new designers. And most of their ambitions is to own their own design agency, is to make money online using the Fivers, using the job vibes. So their ambition is to actually make extra income with the love of their life, which is design. So I would then come up with a solution to help them find different kinds of websites where they can sell their creations that they've created with me on YouTube. And that talks to the ambition of the people that I serve. So you then need to sit and think, the people that I serve, again, you cannot be serving everybody because you're going to be serving no one. The people that I'm serving, what are they ambitious about? I hope my English is right. I'm not English, I'm sorry. What are their ambition? And then you help them with those ambitions. You know, the, the strange thing with YouTube, the more content you create, the more you become the subject matter expert. I get asked the most bizarre questions on design and I'm like, why are you asking me this? But because I'm solving people's problems, they tend to come to me with their questions to say that, what is the SGV, SVG? Should I print my 3D logo on, on a cup? And, and I get asked all sorts of questions because over the year, I've, you, I've, you become the subject matter expert of what you have decided to, to create content on. And one thing that you shouldn't be weary of, you, you, you should not come across as, I know it all. No, that's not how you approach your YouTube channel. You approach your YouTube channel by what you know. So I have, this is you, I have knowledge of 
design for a year. I can teach you how to design for this experience of a year that I have. And that's what I usually say with YouTube. I will never give you advice like a Mr. Beast who's, who has a hundred million subscribers because I am not Mr. Beast. I can give you experience of the 10,000 subscribers that I've grown because I know how to grow to 10,000. So that's exactly how you approach your channel. You, you come with the experience, the background, the education, you, that only you in this whole world have. And when you record your videos, you use I. You say, I did this. And if you do this, maybe your, your um, results will come out like mine because it worked for me. So you're not an expert. You're just an expert in your life. Nobody can argue with you on your own experience in your life. If you had um, eggs this morning, that's your experience of eggs. Nobody can argue with you about the eggs that you had this morning. But you cannot be talking about somebody else's experience. You can be talking about your own experience. That's how I approach my YouTube channel. I'm not an expert, but I can teach you what I've learned so far. And it works. People relate to that so much better than, oh, I am, I know it all. I have all the answers. No one has all the answers. No one. So if sometimes, if sometimes people ask me questions that I don't know, I say I don't know. Let's go find out. That's why there's Google. And then we find out together. Uh, I did a video the other day and um, for the characters and I was showing them how to create characters on, on Canva. And somebody asked me, can the character take off their t-shirt? I looked at the question and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go look and find out. And that also gives me a video that I could create next to answer that question that she asked. So answering specific questions, I'm telling you, it's going to grow your channel. So before I carry on and on, let's quickly see if there are questions. Uh, Matt, thank you for commenting. Conv you know what, Nem? Convenience is exactly what people will pay for. That is a concept that I'm struggling with myself because uh, I teach how-tos and for me, it's so easy to go find it on Google. And that's why it's hard for me to price higher because the information in there. So people are arguing with me that I'm very cheap and convenience people will pay for. So it's a struggle that I'm also working through to say that they are not paying me for, um, I don't know, they're paying me for the convenience of the information that I'm giving to them at the, at the fingertips. So yeah, thanks Matt for that. So the last one that I have is what, what is their ideal future? What is it that they aspire to have in future? What is it that they love to achieve? Because if you also now start and you create videos that portrays their ideal future and for, let me give you an example for me, the designer that has started their journey with me and they i have one or two guys that started the channel with me like a year ago we all started and we started learning canva and they know canva so well now they are starting to argue with me to move on to adobe products because they want to transition from canva and they want to move over to grade eight they did 
the grade one until seven. Now they want to change my channel to move over to high school. And my argument is I still serve the basic guys or the funder, the, the, the grade one to grade seven. That That is what my channel serves. It serves the new designer that's coming into the market and I teach them the basics and they appreciate that. If they want to move over to Adobe, there's plenty of other channels that they can go and watch videos on. So they're like, no, Mamza, please go create. We understand you. I'm like, no, I don't know. Go find another channel. Smanga, I want to start a YouTube channel, combinations of cooking and entertainment videos. Any advice? So very, very good question. When you say cooking and entertainment, my question to you would be, while you're cooking, are you going to be entertaining us? Or do you want to do, when you say entertainment, do you want to do comedy like Trevor Noah, who's coming to South Africa and give like skits and make us laugh? And in another video, cook. So the answer to the question is, what is it that you want to do? If you're entertaining while you're cooking, by all means, run with the cooking. If you want to do comedy, you cannot be doing comedy and cooking on one channel. You're going to confuse the people that you're trying to serve. So if you are cooking for the, today we were having an example. Hello, Ati. Oh, hello, Ati. Ati, the analyst. Oh, Ati is very technical, guys. Welcome, Ati. Anyway, sorry, I'm digressing. So, uh, smang, smang. If, if you are going to serve cooking dishes that are affordable for a group of people in, I don't know, suburbs, it depends on who, where you want to niche down to, then by all means entertain me while you cook because I will subscribe to your channel to watch you teach me how to cook the different kinds of dishes of African cuisine while you're entertaining me when you're cooking. But you cannot mix at, at one video, you're, you're dancing and you're, you know, you're entertaining me and next video you're cooking, I will leave your channel because I did not subscribe for entertainment. If I want entertainment, I will go to an entertainment channel. So never mix niches. Never ever mix niches unless you are a Gary and you are, you understand, even the channels that are huge, they still stick to the people that they initially wanted to serve. I follow VidIQ and they share videos on how to grow on YouTube, how to use the VidIQ tool. The, the guy says he loves karate so much. He wishes he could create karate videos, but he knows the minute he creates karate videos, we're going to leave because we didn't subscribe for karate. We subscribed for him teach, teaching us how to create content on YouTube. Smang, I hope that answers your question. Thank you so much. So we were, we were talking about what is um, the ideal future of this person that we're trying to serve. So. Now, now you're going to sit down and say, okay, I'm going to understand what is it that they would like to ideally 
get in future whether it's a house whether it's an education or whether it's a youtube channel or so and then i'm going to serve them and teach them how to get to their ideal future that they want to get to the perfectionist hello could i create oh absolutely <laughs> the question is can i create various channels i'm suggesting to you please create various channels but the, the answer to somebody who's starting out, you're going to get so distracted. And I will break it down just now because it looks like we still have time. I will break it down why you're going to get distracted with various channels. Because YouTube is a full-time job. If you are running a business like Lady Poppy, welcome. If, you, if you're run, running a business like Lady Poppy, she has a business that she runs and it's a Gizia fashion business and she travels all across the world and she loves YouTube and she would like to create content on YouTube but she loves the Lord as well she's very spiritual and ideally she would love to have a spiritual channel where she shares the news of the Lord maybe she reads the Bible and the, uh, spiritual things and then she would like to teach us about fashion and beautiful things on fashion and now she has two channels and a full-time job. That means she has three full-time jobs because I'll tell you why I'm saying to you, YouTube is a full-time job. In order for you to create quality content that people want to watch, you need to put in a lot of effort in one video. You cannot fool around like on TikTok. You need to sit down and go and research. We, today, we were looking at five points of the people that we're trying to serve. So say, for example, you want to talk about what is causing my, my tribe a pain. Now you're going to go research. What is causing them pain? And if you decide, okay, I'm going to do catalogs. I'm going to do a catalog video this week. That means you need to go online, go find different catalogs, go take different products and put them in a video format that you could share the information and script it down because you're still going to go um uh stop the video record the video start again and so, so there's a lot of work that needs to go before you actually record the video the pre-work the the websites like answerthepublic.com and you're going to go get music you're going to get um there's a lot of pre-work that needs to happen before you actually start recording the video. Once you've recorded the video, congratulations to you. It's not done. You still need to go and put it somewhere on a computer or your phone and start editing it. Editing is a lot of work. And I think at the beginning of my career, I used to take like six, seven hours editing one video. And it... it, it Editing a video is a lot of work. It's a skill that takes time for you to learn. You take seven hours to create a video and only seven people watch it. And it's very discouraging. So once you've edited the video, you're going to go on YouTube and you're going to upload it. I've shared a video um, today, I think, on TikTok. And I was talking about you adding descriptions on your um, description field on YouTube. YouTube gives us 5,000 characters for us to fill the space of the description because YouTube 
is owned by Google, meaning whatever you add on the description gets scrolled by the Google algorithm and it indexes it for the sake that if somebody in future asks that specific question and one of the answer is in your description, YouTube will give that person your video. I kick ass with that because I add my description. But I usually do like 2.6, 3,000 characters. That is a lot of work to add so much content on one video. Once you've added all of that information on description, you're not done. You're still going to go and look for tags because you need to tag your video so that if you've tagged your video, it gets found as well. So now you're going to go and work on tags and find the tags and add the tags. Once you've added the text and then you can publish. Oh, wait, you, we haven't spoken about the thumbnail, which is the first thing that you must create before you even create a video. Work on your thumbnail, work on your title. So getting a video published, in my mind, I know I work for SABC Zane. So when I'm creating a video, for me, it's a media company. I'm creating a video that I'm going to publish on my SABC. So if you're going to create two channels, that means the effort that you're going to put into two channels, and I'm guessing you still have a job, you're probably married with kids, your mom, you will end up not doing any YouTube at all. That's usually what happens with creators. People get so overwhelmed with YouTube that they stop doing it and they leave money on the table. So the whole process of you creating videos, it takes time. And when you are starting on the journey, you need to be so kind with yourself. And when you are so kind with yourself, but you need to hold yourself accountable as well. That's why my advice will always be do one video per week. And at the beginning, start with one channel. I can now brag and say I have three channels, but that's because I have experience and I come from the industry of design. I'm a learning and development. My job forces me to design. So that's my unfair advantage. So if you're somebody new, do not overwhelm yourself. Take it very easy. The general rule is don't create videos that are longer than 10 minutes at the beginning. First of all, your audience, they, they don't have enough time to give to you for 40 minutes. They don't know you yet. They need to know you so that they're invested in your content once you start growing. So at the beginning, for yourself, you can't be editing a 40-minute video at the beginning of your career. You're going to get despondent. You're going to stop. So start with small videos, two, three, four minutes, when you're answering a specific question. Let's use Uledi Poppy because I can see her on the screen. So in um, her business, how was it like going back from COVID and moving back to the airport and opening up a shop? Because people ask her these questions because they're very interested. So she could create a two, three, four, six minute video explaining to us how the journey was moving from um, COVID and moving back how was she, how was the experience with the international travelers how was she could relate that story because people would be interested to find out how has it been going how did she transition today and then 
it shouldn't be longer than six minutes. She could edit that, she could upload it, and then stop worrying about it and carry on on the next video that she wants to create. So when you when you are on, um, when you're brand spanking new on YouTube, don't complicate your life. Keep things simple. Stick to the formula that I usually teach in my class when, if you decide to join my YouTube class, I teach a, 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 a three specific formula. Come up with a hook, answer that hook that you gave to the people, and then give them a reason to go somewhere. In other words, make sure that I want to watch your video. That's a hook, like uh, how to design a slashed logo. People would be like, okay, how do you design a slash logo on Canva? That's a hook. And then in the middle, answer that question. Don't fool around and start talking about other things that people didn't click the video for. So answer that hook that you, you, you gave to the people in the content. Shouldn't be long. And then the last thing, send them somewhere. Have a call to action. And your call to action could be as simple as subscribe to my channel. And I always teach, please, 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 never ever ask people to subscribe to your channel before you add value. It's so annoying. You say, hi, my name is Zanele. Please subscribe to my channel. We don't even know you. Why are you asking us to subscribe to your channel? So add value before you ask people to subscribe to your channel, which is why you should leave it to the middle or almost at the end, where people are like, mm, yeah, okay, I will subscribe. Chances of people clicking the subscribe button because you've added value are very high than annoying them at the beginning of the video. They don't even know. They clicked for you to answer a question and now you're asking them to subscribe. Chances of them clicking at the beginning are very low. Whereas if you've added value, chances are high that your subscribers are gonna go high because mm, this person is adding value to my life. Last one never ever leave them without a call to action people want to be told what to do so if you've added so much value to me and you've taught me how to do a hand like unom tenazo with her robotics now i know how to create this hand so what must i do next time so send me to your website in order for me to go register for a class or tell me to subscribe to your channel or send me to go buy something somewhere. Most of the time at the end, if you give people call to action, they do it. One of my favorite call to actions are what YouTube loves about my channel because I went to school for this. And we were taught that at the end of your video, most of the time, yes, send them to your website, but not on all your videos. You shouldn't send them to your to your website every time. Send people to another video of yours. When YouTube sees that people are binging on your content, they tend to show more of your videos to more people because you're keeping people on the platform. The number one rule for platforms that we use, whether it's TikTok or whether it's Instagram or YouTube, all of these platforms don't want people to leave. So if at the end of the video that you shared with us and you said to them, by the way, I know you've just learned how to do the hand. We, we have another video that could teach you how to code. 
go watch that video. And then people go and click on the coding video. Mm, the algorithm will love you because you're keeping people on the platform and they will reward you for that. So those three, if you, if, if you forget everything that I say today, if you can do those three things for me, have a hook, answer the hook, give an answer to why I've clicked and then send people somewhere, but preferably to another video that will make your views go and you can get to that 4,000 that you want in order for you to monetize. I have a course and I have a boot camp. For me, the course is very important. However, you can get by without the course. However, it's also important. You know why I say you can get by without the course? Because most people, it's like losing weight. If you don't have somebody holding you accountable, you usually go back to your old ways. So we have a boot camp that we are holding each other accountable. And when we get there, it's very, very open because we are on Zoom. You can then ask me questions directly. We can put it on the screen. We can look at, the, at your channel and we ask you, why didn't you upload this week? <laughs> so we meet once a week and then we hold each other accountable. And so far it's working. We, we're almost 10 people that are in the boot camp and it's fun and we hold it's like a community that we're building because i told you i'm on a mission to get south africans on youtube so that we can make money okay bye bobby thank you Matt. i appreciate that so for, from my side um that is what i wanted to, to share with you and I, i've been told that not the, the people that follow me not don't necessarily see all of my content they see some of my content so for the last thing that i want to leave you with today is youtube is a lot we understand we are learning so don't focus on youtube is a lot focus on one video at a time and when you upload the video and you get seven views don't focus on the seven views focus on the next video that will help you so much when you upload a video and you get a thousand views because you're going to get so distracted you're like yo people are watching my content and you're going to get so 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 what i'm saying is never get distracted by one video whether it's doing bad or whether it's doing good your job is to work on the next video and the next video and the next video until you grow your video um, library in such a way that people can come on your playlist and help themselves on your content. So never get distracted on one video. Whether people are, uh, because they troll and they shout at us sometimes and we block them, don't, don't worry about one video, whether it's doing good or whether it's doing bad. Okay, Nomtandazo, that idea is great because the bootcamp team always has 10 views. Ah, 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 that's true. That's true. Ah, there's always, oh yeah. Back to my last tip. I always say last, last, but last, last tip that I want to leave with you. Unless you want to ask me questions, I'm happy to say. I, I was told that TikTok doesn't show all of my content to everybody. So it's very, very important to me to the content creators who are going to be recording talking hate. 
Your talking head is you recording yourself on camera, whether it's a camera or a phone. When you are recording talking head and you decided that your channel is going to be talking head, never ever look at yourself. So if you're recording your video and you're talking and you're looking, oh, my nose, oh, and you, it's fine, you're sharing information, but you're looking at yourself, you don't connect with your audience that way. Always, it, it's very weird at the beginning, but always force yourself to look at the lens. Because when you look at the lens, whoever is at the other side feels like Uzanele is talking to me. You see, that's why I've got a marriage proposal today. <laughs> that's why I get, I get marriage proposal. This is my second marriage proposal. <laughs> so okay. That's because you're connecting with the people if you're looking at the lens. So don't get distracted by looking myself and you're looking at how you talk. And that's, you, you, remember, it's not about you. It's about your audience. So because it's about your audience, always look at the lens. That's what I wanted to leave with you today. And yeah, that, that is my last tip for today. I'm going to say last tip, but we still have time. We want one more tip. Bongis Koto, where's your YouTube channel? Do you want me, anybody who wants me to review their channel while, while I give the last tip? My laptop is open so I can look at your, at your YouTube channel and give you tips. While we are doing um, last tip, uh, one, one big, big reason that I always, whenever I'm training or wherever I can get people listening to me while we're talking about YouTube, the biggest rule that makes YouTube not share videos, especially for small channels like us, is YouTube is a money machine. Their job, their sole job is to make money using ads so creating content that will make youtube money youtube will always share your your content to everybody because you're creating content that people are watching if people are watching they can play ads whether you're monetized or not they are going to play ads so as small creators like us so one of the mistakes that i see and I want you guys to be aware of that and you, you shy away from that is when you are starting to share the information. Remember the three things we spoke about, hook, the content, and then the, the call to action. When you are hooking us, don't waste time. What do I mean by that? Say, for example, you want to teach us about how to do eyelashes today and you start recording and you're like today we're going to be trimming our eyelashes these are eyelashes ne? or these are eyelashes <laughs> i wouldn't know so you you're going to teach us about whatever specific question that you're answering now you say welcome this my name is zanele i'm going to be teaching you about eyelashes my channel has been on YouTube for the past two years and my sister and myself have a channel and we love creating. My son has bought a car and for the next minute or so, you're talking about nothing but lashes. People will leave your video. 
and YouTube will stop showing your content to other people. I get this question a lot to say that YouTube doesn't show my content to people. Most of the time, you're not making money for YouTube. And as small content creators, we waste a lot of time at the beginning of the video before we get to the meat. The rule is YouTube charges um, advertisers the minute it gets past 30 seconds. So if you can keep people longer than 30 seconds on your video, 30, 30 second and one, then one second, YouTube starts charging them for having their ad on your video. So if you've wasted a minute before you get to why I clicked, then YouTube will be very angry with you. They will not show your content. You will not get the views and you will not understand why are people not watching my content whereas I'm adding so much value and I've done so much research. So at the beginning of you recording, don't waste time. Eyebrows. <laughs> Is it eyebrows? Okay. No, so thank you. So yes. So if you're teaching us how to trim eyebrows, get to the point. Get to the point. Tell me how to trim eyebrows. What must I use to trim eyebrows? We use this to trim eyebrows. Get to why I clicked on the video. But all there at the end, you can, however, try not to waste people's time because it's precious. To go learn from somebody that has done it before. We had an interview with Umbuiselo Villagas. He's a YouTube channel host and he does reviews. Go watch his interview. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. I will see you on the next video or next podcast.